Now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 541st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the man himself who didn't buy a plot of land in Scotland, but we still call him Lord Yushiro. Ah, but I'm in uh, trails to buy a plot of land in the U.S., so maybe I'll become oh. a, Ooh. what's the U.S. equivalent of a lord? Uh, a fabled homeowner, you say. <laughs> An oligarch. Um. <laughs> Homeowners are just legends as far as I'm aware now. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. Some say. Oh, that's exciting. And then we've also got, uh, we've got the wonderful, as always, R Sigma. I don't have anything for you, Sigma. I'm sorry. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> we've, we've got you. I mean, if you become a fabled homeowner, let us know. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Let us, let us know. Uh, but welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. And we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And everything's been good. I've been happy. I've been playing some Pokemon this week because I I finished nice. my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you finished your basement? How many mm-hmm. decades have been? Oh, so like, I mean, it's only it was like two weeks of just like straight work, and oh. like, that was like I'd come home from work and like basement was my life. <laughs> so the basement, we finished the basement, uh, and so now I can play Pokemon because we put everything back where it belongs in the basement. <laughs> Okay, that's good. I was playing um, Pokemon Legend Arceus, great game, having a lot of fun, and then I found I was able to get my hands on a PS5. Ooh, Ooh. talking about things that don't exist. Yeah, and that kind of cut down my Pokemon time, but I am coming back to it to finally finish it because uh, I am super excited for Gen Nine. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see where that goes. I think I actually played Sword and Shield this week on stream, which is a surreal experience. Remembering <laughs> that that's still like the modern Pokemon game, <laughs> <laughs> the, the current. Oh no, because like I I feel like Legends Arceus was such like a shift, and it's like mm-hmm. it's beautiful and it's such a cool idea, and yep. like it it's so interesting that I, I don't know I just I really I really like it. So uh, yeah, it it was a really good time. But then you're just like sort. You're back to Pokemon Sword and Shield, and it's a complete mess. <laughs> Comparatively, right. you can tell it's the first. Yeah, you can definitely tell it's like the first draft. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely like an interesting video I watched about this from Lutu, where he talks about how like the speed of the Pokemon franchise is hurting it, and not like exactly the same way that we would mm. all think. I don't know. It's a very interesting take because. Um, most of the, like, reactionary stuff doesn't have enough time to get polished, right, into the next mm-hmm. version. And so you usually have to wait three years anyway for it to come. So what's the point of having a yearly game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wait, do, do, we, do we have a yearly game, though? We do, yes. Kind of, kind yes? of. Yes? I, I mean, I would, I would call the DLC part of that cycle. I would, too. I mean, technically, this year we have two, two games. And we had two year, games, so. yeah. We, we have two games this year. 
I guess what I mean is, can we, uh, since Sword and Shield is still considered the main, uh, the main oh. series, and that is old. <laughs> they called BDSP and Legends Arceus main series games. They did? Yes. Who did? Pokemon? It, Pokemon. Yep. Okay. They're off the rockers. Yeah, they even yeah. have, like, the little sumo flags that they came out with, and they had yep. the... Yep. Just like Let's Go. It, yeah, it's kind of like Let's Go, except people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Arceus, yeah. Yeah, Arceus, yeah. BDSP... Yeah, even BDSP has some fans. I mean, it's better than getting a used DS game still. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, uh, I have yet... As soon as Legend of Arceus came out, I've yet to go back to DP. I, I've been playing yes. BDSP just because I'm shiny hunting the mythicals. That's it. Oh, gotcha. I got my Arceus, and all I've got left is Darkrai, and... Since I'm putting it in a dusk ball, I only get to hunt it at night, so. Yeah, that's, it's it's really weird just going back, though, because they definitely reacted to, like, overworld Pokemon from Let's Go, because that was like, yeah. the fan favorite feature from that. Which I don't blame them, because it worked really, really well in Legends Arceus, right? Yeah. But they kind of felt like they shoehorned it into other routes uh, in mm. Sword and Shield by comparison, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that they... I, they just need more time to develop ideas. I don't know. I feel bad for them because it just feels like they're in this constant sprint and new ideas are like running to catch up onto a moving train. And I, it, it's it's just unfortunate. I don't feel the same way, but I can understand the 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 perspective of that. But yeah, I don't know. So so for me, like I, I think a good example would just be the way that like that overworld Pokemon were handled in both Legends Arceus versus Sword and Shield, right? Right. I think, I, and even if you just look at the DLC for Sword and Shield, I think you can even see an improvement in how that was handled. And that is true, but that is some what they like to call some uh, what how is it uh, quarterbacking Monday Monday night quarterbacking. Like, sure, after we see Arceus, which is a game that is much, has released much recent than Sword and Shield and its DLCs, we might see that difference, but... No, 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 that's, a, Shield, that, no that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that it, they, they didn't have, because they're coming out so frequently with games, is right. that there's not enough time for them to properly make those adjustments. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, I, I think they, I think they could have given us something like they did in Arceus in Sword and Shield had they given it another year or so, right? But like the Pokemon machine is churning, right? And, and so it's not. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault per se because like it's a machine at this point, so it's never just like mm-hmm. one person's point, like fault. Yeah, right. The new Pokemon being introduced also holds up like the TCG, the anime. It's a machine, yeah. Like I don't, I don't blame anybody for running that machine either, because it's like any other machine or like any other business that you build up. If you wanted to stop and slow down, you have to get like every cog in that machine to agree, right? True. That is not an enviable position. That that's the reason they said they had to put out the uh, Scarlet and Violet announcement video on the day yes. that they did, despite yes. being social media silent. Like it's yes. like we we couldn't or we couldn't stop the video because everything else relies on it. So it's yes, like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, my, my perspective is, and, and I'm going to put as an example, Star Wars. Many, a lot of people want to go, uh, whenever the original trilogy comes out and then the prequels came out and people like to like hate on the prequels because it's not like the originals. And then the sequels came out and same thing. But when you go down and you look at them at a, at, at a, 
under a microscope, I'm sorry, Gen 1 was not perfect. Oh, I Gen agree 2, with you. Gen 2, you, you might say it's kind of perfect. Gen 3 was not perfect. And to this day, and I'll keep repeating it on every show I am just to tick off those, uh, how lovers of Gen 3, Gen 3 is still the worst generation for me, right? So when people like I think you're making bash on argument. Sword and Shield. I think you're making a different argument than I would be, though. Oh, okay. Well, that's the thing. And I mean, to me, Sword and Shield is up there top tier Pokemon quality, yet in, in the interwebs, and it's always talked down as this failure in Pokemon when I don't see Sword and Shield like that at all. I think it's a little bit... I, I think it gets a little bit, it's easier to look at because it's the first like main console Pokemon and be like, hey, this is something that we've been hyping up in our minds for so long, mm-hmm. which is the expectations versus reality thing that we always talk about. Right. I mean, I would probably put Sword and Shield like in my top five. Yeah. I don't think it's top three, but I think, I think top five. No, no, like- it's definitely, I think it's better than, I think it's like, I think st- saying that a Pokemon game is bad isn't the same thing as being like, uh, what, what's a good, a video game that nobody like superman n64 is bad like i'm not saying that right that's a legit uh, raw badly uh, constructed game right I'm, well, say, I'm saying it's bad in the lens of pokemon and when i when i talk about sword and shield being uh quote unquote like i because I, I don't think sword and shield's entirely bad i think it did a lot of things good i think it did a lot of like very good things for the pokemon franchise right the problem is i think most of them are like quality of life improvements uh, and, yeah. and, right right and 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 some like minor uh and some minor lore things like i really like the gym leader lore Mm-hmm. But the way that I view Sword and Shield's response versus other Pokemon games' responses is in the current time what it is the current game. Like if you look at each game, right? Like I like Gen three. I don't. I don't think Gen three is a perfect game. I think when it came out, it was viewed semi favorably. Uh, the only problem being like it had its own like quote unquote exit that they made you pay a bajillion dollars to fix, and <laughs> uh, which is very true. Tamayoshi Hiroka has like this Twitter rant because she's been playing XD Gale of Darkness about like the whole like phyllis- philosophy of Gen Three completing the Pokedex, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a mess. I love it because she's just like she just went on this whole thing about how uh, how like how predatory it was to get kids to buy more video games just to finish the Pokedex. Right, right, and then we complain, for example, on Sword and Sword on Sword and uh, Shield that well, those Pokemon weren't available, but then they've been downloading them free of charge. Uh, oh no, no, uh, I, I you- that's I don't think that would be my I don't think that's my complaint about Sword and Shield at all. I mean, also they haven't actually fit everything back in yet, but that's a different story altogether. And I think right, I probably right. I probably wouldn't care so much at this point if Gen Eight would have actually like finished the decks, but at this point, it doesn't look like that's happening. Right, and that might be the the one point where it might be like we're jumping into the Gen Nine without finishing all the Pokemon's on Gen Eight. Yeah, that's that's my. I think that's the only thing that really bugs me a little bit is, I mean, because it's such a small pool of Pokemon they're missing at this point too. Yeah, like it's so small. It's like sixty Pokemon. Right, a quarter of them are starters. Yeah, a quarter of them are starters, which is blows my mind. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that blows my mind because I can't believe that. I really just Gen six starters believe. are nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> that like you. I'm surprised Greninja is not anywhere in Gen eight. I'm I'm surprised that Greninja is anywhere in Legend of Arceus. Uh, I right? I am very, right, isn't it? Like I was really ex- hoping for some DLC for that, where you right. could get Greninja, but I don't know. How can you not have Greninja? It's so 
topical, thematic, with the, right? Yeah, it's right? so thematic with the story of Legend of Arceus is almost right? well, makes Hisuian no Decidui. sense. Hisuian Decidui, though. Look at this now. This is very Japanese looking, okay? <laughs> I, I feel so bad for it because I'm like, oh, maybe they'll actually fix the problems it had. No, they made them worse. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. It's like, let, let's make it slower. Well, after, after this mini topic, uh, <laughs> I think it's time for us to kick it on over to the news. <laughs> so let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things. Uh, apparently, Pokemon Sleep is alive uh, in the data mine Ooh. of the latest Pokemon Go update, which is what fuels most of this discussion today. Uh, <laughs> um, it includes requesting access to your Pokemon Sleep log and your Pokemon Plus Plus functionality. Who knows? Wow. It catches and spins without you doing anything. It's been three years since they announced Pokemon Sleep, and then silence. Like, that press conference, I'm pretty sure, is just a fever dream. <laughs> it could be. It's just a collective fever dream that we all had was that 2019 Pokemon press conference. Like, it was, <laughs> like, no, I'm being serious because nobody knows what it is. Like, none of us no, know no, what I it is. <laughs> I get you. Nintendo's very famous about be doing Fever Brings conference. We still remember the Wii when it was revealed. Bring back Vitality Sensor. <laughs> <laughs> right. They, they, I like, it's just like, what's going on, Nintendo? I don't know. Yeah, uh, part of what is also a Fever Bring is the Pokemon Center has a $42 Swat Loon plush. Well, who wouldn't want yeah. a Swat Loon plush? For $42? For that's a, that's a, that's a I debate. Don't know. I don't know. <laughs> With with inflation, Jushiro, that might be reasonable. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Those plushes are made from monoptanium. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you can still buy it. It's still in stock. Good for us. 15 and three quarter inches tall. That's pretty tall. Oh, wow. Wait. That is pretty tall. What is the, what is the height of a Swadloon? So Swadloon is 20 inches tall. Uh, oh, okay, so it, not up to scale. Yeah, so it's not. It, I, it always upsets me when like things are that close, though. It's just like, it's <laughs> right? Like, it's like you could have pushed it a you, little you, bit if more. If you would have made it just like slightly bigger, it probably would have just been actual size. Also, very odd that it's Swadloon, considering it's one of like the sixty Pokemon that's missing. <laughs> 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 just throwing it out there, like. I think it was some introvert set of like that Gumi and you know what? Okay, Trumpish? I'll take that. I'll accept that. Oh, it is. Yeah, have a squishy spring. No, it's just a squish pillow. So they announced the uh, face cards of this year's trainer toolkit, Ooh. which is an, a nice product. It, you get like four boosters and a bunch of like staples mm -hmm. for thirty bucks. It comes out July first, but this year we're getting Lumineon V, which is almost as good as Crobat V and DNA GX, but you know, not quite. Is it good? Um, I don't actually know what Lumineon V does. Uh, it's Tapu Lele. It's oh, Tapu, Tapu Lele. Lele. Okay. Uh, the issue right now is like Drizzile does the same thing, but it rotates out in the fall. That's so. true. That is true. Yeah. Like right now, Lumineons are like less than $5 last I saw. You should buy so, a set now. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, a couple of them. Like usually you only want two. Do we have the price for that? 30 bucks for the yeah. box. The, the trader toolkits are usually pretty reasonable. 
Yeah, like they're worth getting, especially with TCG Live coming, if you're going to start that up. It's doing that uh, release, the beta by region, which is kind of annoying for us US folks that get left behind. But hey, we leave behind everyone else when we do our beta testing, so uh, I can't really complain. It has a battle pass, so like there's a point where you cross where you can't like, hey, come join this. And you have one month to finish the battle pass that was intended for three months. It's like, oh. (laughs) All right. Uh, so the top 300 entries for the illustration contest have been revealed. Since we're audio-based and not much else we can say. But if you're a Cramorant fan, uh, there's some cool illustrations. <laughs> Shout out to the scissor throwing Charizard around by the tail. The reflection of Charizard's terrified <laughs> face in the claw is a nice touch. I haven't seen these. Uh, but I, I'll believe what Sigma wrote in the news to this week. Because <laughs> we all know how important it is to data mine Pokemon Go, because all the juicy information is going to be there. The latest data mine, it, uh, it would appear that they are attempting to fix Megas, which is, as I understand, a good thing. Right now, Megas are not really. Yeah. Yes. Megas are trash. Megas are so <laughs> bad. Oh my gosh. They were like trying to cash in Oof, on like the rough. making people buy raid passes. Uh because they're just like you need to get mega energy and you need to go do right. mega raids to get the mega energy. And then they're just like <laughs> uh, and yeah. then everybody's You're just right. like mm, or maybe not. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> uh, and they're getting rid of that by adding a new way to Mega Evolve based on time rather than candies and adding a tutorial, which is always nice. They also added Mega Legendary Eggs to raids and more for the eventual root feature that's coming out shortly or soon. That thing's been in there forever. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> One day. One day of the route. Okay, so I have two questions, Sigma, because I don't understand anything in that last sentence. Uh, One, what are Mega Legendary Eggs? I believe that the new Mega is coming, like, next week, or yes. Latios, or Latios. Oh, that's why. So, okay. Right. So it's, literally, it's it literally for them in, like, Rayquaza? I, I assume that they'll probably yeah, Kyogre, put all these legendary Primal Megas. Okay. Yeah, Primal okay. Kyogre in the same thing, too. Checks out. And then what's this root feature? I have no clue. That thing's been in the data mines for years now. Interesting. There's something about, like, traveling routes in-game. I don't. Interesting. I don't know. All right. So, uh, Sigma, you go on to this last one. This is actually interesting. Yeah. Starting Wednesday, there will be Pokemon Go Sustainability Week, which lasts through Monday, I believe. Uh, it introduces Rangaroo and also adds Shiny Cherubi. And for each trainer that logs in 5,000 steps that week, Niantic will plant a tree up to a hundred thousand trees so (laughs) that's awesome uh it is kind of hilarious uh the i almost thought that with the name sustainability week that we're going kind of mega meta uh (laughs) 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 spokemon go sustainability help us sustain this oh Uh, no oh god (laughs) oh god (laughs) but uh but i do love that they're planting trees though so uh, mega up for them that makes me want to play uh, all right. So a uh, new segment to the news uh, that this is Sigma's idea, and I really like this, is uh, Puckle's Pokey Prediction, because we've got a lot of things going on. Um, what do you think will uh, release first, guys? And uh, Pokemon Snap on Nintendo Switch Online, TCG Live, Pokemon Bank compatibility for Legends Arceus and BDSP, or a new Scarlet and Violet trailer? <laughs> wow. Uh, that is definitely a good 
question. My answer is Pokemon <laughs> Snap on Nintendo Switch Online, because that'll happen within the next two months. Uh, okay. It, it is guaranteed to happen in the next two months. I, There's a okay. chance that if TCG Live comes out with the next set, that would happen at the end of next month. So... That, that's got a chance. Uh, uh, I think that's got. I think <laughs> I think bank compatibility is legitimately going to be like August at early. I have no clue when that's coming. It's yeah. going to happen. It's going <laughs> to happen before Scarlet and Violet. But yeah, I, I don't know. No, I think it. W- I, well, okay. So there's a lot of coding challenges. It turns out uh, because uh, because the fact that they ran BDSP in Unity, there's a lot of file transfers and like that have to occur to get it to Pokemon. Oh Home. wow! I did not know that that they made. DP so that's why it's Unity. been so okay. long. That's why it's been so long. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's gonna happen. Uh, the sort of Scarlet and Violet trailer is guaranteed to happen around the end of May to early June. I was gonna say, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's like the fifty-fifty shot of whether Kirby sixty-four is coming out before Pokemon Snap. I think. Uh, <laughs> possibly. I. I can see Kirby 64, okay? Kirby 64 yeah. is a good game. I remember Sun and Moon's trailer happened at the very beginning of May, though, so it's not, like, completely out of the question, That's but true. I think they've I, I think, I think they've cemented like the week before. I think I think the safe bet is still Pokemon Snap on Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> it is, but but just to bet. make this Poke prediction hold more water and be uh, hilarious, I'm going to choose the new trailer for SV. I think I'll take the trailer too because I think maybe there's a chance that there's like just a Pokemon Presents and they announce compatibility and uh, TCG Live at the same time. TCG Live and mm-hmm. Bank, yeah, with. With a new trailer. And the announcements of the things would be for them coming late later that week or later that day. Dude, if Poco and if bank compatibility doesn't come very soon, I feel like the internet's gonna riot. I, I don't think it's a big deal because I don't know where those Pokemon are going. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I, it needs to happen before Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. I agree. But hey, then again, for uh, as far for this prediction, Pokemon can have the last laugh and really sleep before anything. So yeah, we know. No, that's what's fun about Pokemon this. sleep. Let's just shows happens. up like next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I could see that. I could absolutely see that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, final thing. There is a. Uh, this is a, the first announcement. I meant to. It'll probably be on Discord before you guys get there. But we are joining. Uh, what what do they call it? The Catch a Million Marathon for the Saint Baldrick Foundation. Uh, on Twitch, this is not this week, but it's going to be the week after that. Um, let me double check uh, the actual press release they gave me, so that I'm not I'm not missing anything. But uh, we're going to be raising money for the St. Baldrick's Foundation over on our Twitch channel, Twitch.tv/slash/ThePucklePodcast. I have lost the channel that I was looking for. And, <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, <laughs> but the idea is that it's a seven-day stream marathon. We're probably going to be streaming three of those days. I believe Tuesday, April... I'm going to look at a calendar so I don't get the dates wrong. Uh, Tuesday, April 26th. Uh, Thursday, April 28th. And Friday, April 29th. Uh, Puckle will be live, but you can also join in on other things. Um, th- it's a foundation for uh, for childhood cancer. Uh, every two minutes, a child somewhere in the world is diagnosed with cancer. In the U.S., one in five will not survive. The St. Baldrick's Foundation, the largest non-government funder of childhood cancer research grants, is on a mission to give kids a lifetime by supporting the most promising research to find cures and better treatments for all childhood cancers. When you give to St. Baldrick's, you don't just give to one hospital. You support virtually every institution with the expertise to treat kids with cancer across the U.S. St. Baldrick's ensures that the children fighting cancer now and those diagnosed in the future will have access to the most cutting-edge treatment by supporting every stage of research, from new ideas in the lab to development of new therapies to life-saving clinical trials. 
So you guys can uh, join in with that. They want to. Uh, there's a bunch of streamers doing this. So literally jump into anywhere. Uh, the idea is that we're going to try to catch as many Pokemon as we possibly can and try to raise $100,000 for childhood cancer. It's a great cause. Uh, definitely do it. I think Shamu and I, at least one of those three days, are going to try to do a soul lock. Uh, so that sounds absolutely awful, but fun. And uh, we'll see how it goes from there, though. Yes. Sounds amazing. Uh, guys listening, if you can, anything to help kids with cancer. Um, it's yes. The uh, best. This is split into two teams, by the way, it's captained by two po- popular streamers, I guess. Uh, one is Bruce Green, who I actually know, who used to be from Rooster Teeth. Um, and so he's there's one team that's Team Green. Uh, and then the other one is Kara Corvus, who is a uh, former microbiologist. So I joined her team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. no team Science. Yeah, I love no, it. Team, team Science. Yeah. So uh, I just want you all to there's like some competition between the two teams of which one can raise more. So Team Corvus is the one we're on. So if you want to help pay attention to that, uh, feel free to do that. There's more information at catchamillion.com. So that that's uh, we're doing that. So there's going to be a lot of content from Puckle that week. Be sure to just be there and hang out. Uh, I really appreciate you guys trying to support this charity as well as myself. So we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. But on that note, it's time to go to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Hello and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And thank you for that introduction. We're going to go ahead and start our trivia. Our first question this week is going to come to you guys from the Purple Knight. Ooh, I like that name. Favorite color. (laughs) Most people know of the Beldum line's abysmal catch rate of three. But what non-legendary slash mythical Pokemon has the second lowest catch rate? Oh, no. Oh no, indeed. Hmm. This is, wow, I have zero, zero, zero information on this. Uh, I can tell you that we catch rate of 15. I'll give you that one. I was going to say, I know there's a lot of 45s. Like, I think Spiritomb is there. It's a mythical. Well, at least we're down to the mythicals, right? And how many mythicals can you catch? Well, the mythicals wouldn't be it because, like, Arceus and, uh, uh, Dark Rye, both this is also it also says what yeah, non-legendary mythical. slash mythical Pokemon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I understand. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear the no. Uh, the not uh, non. Yeah, okay, no, so no, non-legendary. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, so I went through yeah, a whole different. So Victini doesn't count. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what about Chansey? <laughs> Chansey at this. I think Chansey's in the forty-fives. Okay, this is God, a fifteen. I remember Chansey. Yeah, this is a fifteen. Like. I know there's a lot of 45s. I don't know many 15s. Do these chances change throughout generations or they're stagnant? Uh, like if Cider, I think the they change in a every times, generation. I think it's mostly for legends, right? I think the legends. Yeah, they, usually they'll change like a box art legend. Lately, they've been changing box art legends to yeah. be a little more catchable. Like in Oraz, they changed 
uh, Rayquaza to like a 45 just to make it a little easier. Or there was Necrozma, at, like the catch rate of a Magikarp and Ultra Sun and Moon. That was because what well, that's my question. I, I, I'll my also question I'll, give you, be, I'll what, give you the free what hint. What are we talking? I'm going to give you a free hint that this is a Pokemon that would be a static encounter sometime. Yeah, it can be a static encounter. So, so maybe Rotom. Really? He's that low? I don't know. It's a static never- encounter. In, in a, would, in, in a game, this Pokemon issues. is a static encounter. In a game, this yeah. Pokemon is a static encounter. That's the way oh, I will phrase it. Oh, in a... Okay, okay, okay. And otherwise, it has a oh, very Oh, Volcarona, low... maybe? Volcarona? Okay. I mean... It's not something you find in the wild very often, so I could see that being the case. And it has a 15%... Well, not 15%. Like, it was okay. a static I mean... encounter. Like, I think it might be Volcarona. I know... Larvesta had a super low inc- or a low catch rate when I was trying to get it in the Beast Ball and Ultra Sun and Moon. So, oh wow, yeah, you 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 were really aiming for a top. Not to mention how rare frustration it was. there. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I will go with that, sir. I will go with Sigma, whatever Sigma says for this one. Volcarona is correct with a catch rate of fifteen. Uh, this beat. Uh, this is just Volcarona as well. Uh, nobody else shares this. Uh, Larvesta is at forty-five. Oh, okay. So, uh, and you can't encounter it, uh, like I said, in uh, Black and White 2 as a static encounter. <laughs> oh, nice one, Sig. All right, so your next question, you guys are one for one, is going to be from Fozzeagle? Uh What is the only three-stage evolution that does not grow any taller upon evolution? Huh. Well, I'm sorry, I just hilarious. randomly picked a question and didn't vet it. I'm so sorry. Huh. That doesn't <laughs> change size. But it, it has is two stages. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a bug. I'm gonna say it's a bug. Interesting. Oh, okay. So it's not really the Pokédex just accidentally says that. I no, 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 no. The no. Pokémon's a bug type. Oh, ha! Okay, I went to like it's a bug in the game. I'm like, oh, uh, it's a bug type. Um, same size. It might have uh, other types. I'm not gonna tell you that, but <laughs> Nikada, and it's. Although, but that's not a no, three evolution. That's a split I wouldn't count that as a three stage. I don't think. Yeah, um, a bug type that doesn't grow any bigger when it evolves. But it's also three stages. Uh, so, like Weedle, I can't believe it would be Caterpie. No, I don't think it would yeah. be. Uh, None of the butterflies. I mean, those wings are the butterfly uh, wingspans are too. Yeah, I think the butterfly wings big. are all too big. Um, yeah. So, Leviani, I don't think it could be. Um, no, no, not at all. Be, um, wow, this is a good question. It actually is. Even with the hint that it's a bug type. Yeah, I know, right? I'm hint, doing this one for free. I give you that for free because I don't think you would get it otherwise. I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah this otherwise. is a great question. Um, I don't think it would be grubbin'. Uh, little grubbin'. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what about the, uh... What about huh. blip bug? Huh. Like, I, I don't think the way I was does just thinking... Thing. Uh, that I was just thinking, and uh, it's evolution. Well, it's have a. It doesn't have wings, so that helps. Right. <laughs> like Venipede is significantly shorter than uh, Scolipede, so that's out. Uh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 getting much... an answer here, guys. Uh, I'm not against trying Flipbug just because it doesn't have a wingspan. <laughs> yeah, let's go with Flipbug. I really can't think of any other. Blipbug is correct. Wow, uh, man, is, Sid, is, you are in a roll, bro. It is zero point four meters tall, and it does not change for Dotler or for uh, or Beetle at all. Huh? 
I, I wouldn't have expected Dollar to be that size, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> Isn't that silly? They just don't I get taller. I knew Orbital was... I remembered Orbital was kind of small, so it's like... Yeah, it it's has like a strikingly chance, right? small. It's like strikingly small. Uh, all right, so... Uh, we're going to go ahead. You guys are two for two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question. And all you guys, if you get it right on the first one, you get two points. If you don't, you get a, another hint uh, and you can get it for one point. Let's see if you can get two here, though. This one is going to be from Zay Paladin. It's Pokemon Shield entry reads. It's a brutish Pokemon that loves to battle. It will crash itself into any foe that approaches its nest. Who's that Pokemon? Hmm. Hmm. Loves battle. It has a nest. Thinking Bert. Bird Pokemon. Yeah, it could be a bird. It could be like a mammal. Uh, maybe Braviary? I could see Braviary being a little fighty bird. Um, yes. Uh, what was the... There was, uh... What about Vol... Um... Volpe? The... Um, I don't see that as being aggra- as aggressive as, like, a Braviary. Uh... Okay. What other bird Pokemon... I mean, Spear, uh, Pharaoh and Spear are pretty aggressive. They're not in shield. But they're not, but they're not in shield, I was just gonna say. Um, so from Breviary and, yeah, Breviary, you would think that that's basically it? No other chance of anyone? Of I, any I, other? I would say Breviary and then see what the second entry is. Like. Okay. Then let's go with that, Breviary. Breviary is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, so your next entry is going to be from Pokemon Diamond. The okay, entry so it's reads for Pokemon or before. Uh, the entry reads: It's a ruffian that uses its pincers to pick up and toss out other Pokemon from its pond. So not a huh. Pokemon. It, it sounds buggy, but it also needs to be in water. Huh? What? What lives in? Oh wait, what about this? Um, the 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 water bug. Um, does it have pincers? Does Masquerade mm. <laughs> have pincers? No, not Masquerade. <laughs> <laughs> not that one. The other one. The uh, the Glossop's bo- oh, wait. nowhere. It's right. too late. It's not in. Yeah. It's too. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah, you're right. Before. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pinsier's nest pond. So it's not a crab because there's. Oh wait, it could be like crawdon, right? But uh, set a lake, right? So do we? I thought have... it was pond. It's a pond. pond. So pond. I don't. It's pond. I don't. I don't think. Crowdons are freshwater. Crowdons are freshwater. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you actually catch them on that route in the little ponds, uh, right next to Mauville. Oh, yeah. there you go. Okay, I went to. Why am uh, I helping you? Meta. What am I? Right. You, what? Why? No, I mean I don't question it. I'm actually enjoying it, but I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I was, I was arguing that they're freshwater. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just correcting I, my science. That's how you bait. That you say incorrect science, <laughs> he cannot. So do you want to say for the, li- for the life of him, he can't stop himself from correcting you. So that's how you get info from Thatch. Cro- <laughs> <laughs> don't seem aggressive enough. I'm, I'm yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is that your final answer? Yeah, I, I think so. Crawdon's correct. Uh, <laughs> you guys get a point for that. Uh, all right, so you guys are three for three. Your next question is going to be worth up to three points for you guys. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and give you this question from Jones. There's eight answers here. You can get up to three points. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that made me get, chuckle. You can get up to three points. Uh, and wait, no, I'm not going to give you this one, actually. Um, this one's <laughs> going to be from Zachary. 
Um, and this oh, one, okay. this one's got five answers. You get one point for each answer you give me. So all five will just give you like bonus points. Oh, are they all ice types? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of about ice types, uh, but there are five Pokemon lines that are not ice type, but learn ice shard. What are they? Huh. There are five, five Pokemon. Lines, five Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon that are no, not just five Pokemon ice. slash lines. So it could be like the full line. So if like a Pokemon oh, evolves okay, and learns okay, it, okay, it okay. just counts so as one. Species. But like five species, there could be like a Pokemon that evolves into an Ice type that has Ice Shard, but it's okay. not Ice type before until it evolves. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I think we want the hint. Oh yeah, you do <laughs> yeah. have a hint. Uh, um. Okay, so two of these are Gen One Pokemon. Two of these are Gen Two Pokemon, and one of these is a Gen Eight Pokemon. Um, I will say that three of them are Water types. One of them okay, is a normal so type. Is probably one of them. Uh, one of them is a normal type, and the other one is a ground type. Hmm. Okay, so I'm pretty sure Shelter is probably one of them. Right. Are you locking Shelter in? Require- I think we can lock Shelter in. Shelter is correct. That's one. You only need three of these, by the way, and then you get okay. all. So. Uh, so another Gen One Pokemon uh, would. Do you think Seal gets it? I don't know. He might. <laughs> Dugong's, a, Dugong's a bit slow. I could see it not getting Ice Shard. That is true. It is a priority but move. It, it would probably qualify. Yeah. Um, what other Gen 1 Pokemon, just in case, uh, that are not Ice, that could learn Ice Shard? Uh, yeah, I can't think of any other, other than Seal. I'm going to need another answer, guys. Seal makes the most sense, so we'll try Seal. Seal is Seal, correct. That's yeah. two. You only need one more. Okay, so there's two Johto? Or two, Gen- two, two Johto Pokemon and then a Gen 8 Pokemon. You still have one water ah. type left. You still have the normal type and the ground type left. Hmm. A normal type that learns Ice Shard. Oh. It's Smeargle's, very, it's a, Smeargle's not it, right? The answer is Not Smeargle, by natural yeah. means. It is Smeargle. Okay. It is Smeargle. It is Smeargle? <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, gets everything. It's fine. Uh, Smeargle gets everything. So that's uh, that's your three. You get all the points. Uh, the other two you were missing. Sobeline gets it. What? Oh, oh. right. I, Interesting. Who, who runs a physical? St- okay. Nobody. Sure. Nobody. <laughs> uh, and the other one that is actually somewhat useful is Donphan. The Donphan oh, line. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can see wow. that. Donphan gets I didn't weird. even. Yeah, yeah he, that does get real weird. Donphan's one of my Donphan's... favorite Pokemon. It is one of my favorite Pokemon. Honestly, it's my... one of my, uh, like, Pokemon that uh, I've ignored for the longest time, but throughout time it has grown on me greatly, where I yes. now put it up top. Where, like, it I was love my that first, Pokemon. It was my first natural shiny in, like, HeartGold. Oh, so. really? That's cool. Oh, you yeah. lucky. That's awesome. Yeah, I love I, 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 I secretly wish Donphan would have an evolution uh, that would be, like, a giant elephant, but... You know. Hey, now it's possible. So pick, yeah. pick me elephants are cute too. You guys are uh six for uh six for four. So you guys can get seven here. Yeah. Your question is going to be from Rhydon Rocks. What is the electric type with the highest base special defense? Oh. <laughs> uh it is not Faros. Hmm. I I I default to Ambrose for some reason. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Mega for us. Yeah, um, like they they aren't specially bulky. Like even they, defensively, electric yeah, types that's, are not bulky. I, that's the only bulky electric type that I can think of that it's non pseudo legendary. Well, yeah, the 
the other one that comes yeah yeah that's gotta that's where i'd go mega amphoros yeah mega amphoros is correct woof i Uh, was helpful Let's go. Mega, Mega Ampharos <laughs> has a base special defense of 110. The next highest, believe this, is all of the Rotom forms with 107. Oh, wow. Uh, then Raiko, Raiko and Zekrom follow that up with base 100. I was wondering where Zekrom was. So right. That, that was one I was thinking Mega of. Mega Ampharos like- wins, though. And then, so, like, the highest one in Sword and Shield is, is just straight up Rotom forms. It has the highest That's special awesome. defense of all electric types. Isn't that insane to think about? That is insane to think about, especially since it's already dead. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. So you guys <laughs> got seven points today, though. So good Ooh, for you. Nice. Good for you. I don't know where that puts you. I think there's only one person on the board. Oh, uh, so, oh nope, I lied. Oh, or, or I forgot to reset it. One of the two. I forget who <laughs> was on last week. It was probably Seth, um, which is very possible. Uh, so that guy, that puts you guys in second place. I apologize. Um, we've got in first place, we've got Seth Vila with eight points. And in second place, we have our Sigma and Jushiro tied at, with seven. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. All right. So that's going to be it for Poco's Poke Quiz. We are going to kick it on over now, guys, to the topic. Hey, would you like a green Taurus badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be Pokemon that didn't receive evolutions in Gen 1 yet for some reason or anything. Or anything. <laughs> well, I don't know. It, it, it feels like a really bad... I don't know. I, this topic hurts me in a lot of ways because I do want to see these Pokemon like get something, but at the same time, I don't because I'm kind of over the Gen 1 nostalgia hype, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Gen 8 was definitely a boiling point, and I think they did great with Legends Arceus and like pretty much kicking Gen 1 to the curb. I mean, there was still a little bit of Gen 1. Like, we had Cleaver. Yes. And Voltorb. I. Both those were fine. It was, like, festooned in instead of being, like, hey, here... Like, even in Sword and Shield, I feel like we got a lot of Gen 1 regionals. Like, you're looking at Mr. Mime. We got another Meowth, mm. for whatever reason. Farfetch'd. And you also got the... Weezing, the birds. I, yeah. I like the birds. Weezing is actually good now, so, you know. Right. Yeah, no, no, that, no, I, I, don't, I don't hate it. I just... At the same time, I'm just like, mm, have we have we beaten this horse enough yet? No. No, the answer is no. You know what? <laughs> and I tell you why. Because if everyone wanted megas, everyone can have can want regionals too. No, no, I think regionals are a great idea. I I I don't think well, we'll definitely get regionals because it's an idea that's just such a winner that there's no it reason is. to not do it. But I think it it's interesting to uh to think about what they could do with the Pokemon, I guess. Because I mean we've gotten like Z moves and Gigantamax forms. That are exclusive to certain Pokemon, and none of them are exciting. Yeah, well, Z moves weren't. Megas were. Uh, Gigantamax? No, I don't think Gigantamax was exciting at all. Actually, but yeah, 
they're just like, how can we make it Mega Evolution without making it Mega Evolution? And right. they just missed the mark. We want all Pokemon to be equal, except for these Gigantamax Pokemon. Except for these other Pokemon no, that are not right. equal. Charizard must be better. It is required. We need a... Right. We need Charizard form number four, please. And yeah, it, yeah, I am very frustrated by that. To be fair, though, I think a lot of us um, who have played the game for ever since like its inception can feel some love for some of these Pokemon that we just haven't seen get really anything for a very long time. And right. while, while we're sitting on the sidelines watching our other Pokemon get stuff. And there are a lot of Pokemon that haven't gotten anything since like Gen 4 or even Gen 2 in this list, yeah. uh, in the list of like Pokemon that have gotten things. Because like maybe they got an evolution in Gen 2 or Gen 4 when they were just like adding them like crazy. Because Gen 2 is really Gen 1, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Blossom's always been there, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, honestly, I think Gen 1 was just like, it's. I think Gen 1's a beta for what Gen 2 is. <laughs> because Gen 2 was what they like wanted the ultimate Pokemon game to be at, at the time of making Gen 1. And mm-hmm. so I, I see that as like one complete package in Thatcher's Pokemon fandom. But <laughs> yeah. I do look at a lot of, the, I mean, Blossom could, should have gotten a Lolan form. I'm just saying, or at least have been in a Lola. That would have been cool. <laughs> it, it confounds me the same as Greninja not being in Pokemon Legends. Yeah, it's it's so confusing. You have like these thematically perfect Pokemon and you're just like, yeah, but what if not? Yeah, but what if we actually don't do anything with them? Right. So... The one that I really like, uh, I mean, looking at this list, we there's a list of, I guess, 45-ish Pokemon that didn't get anything yet in Gen 1, which is a good chunk, actually. It is about a third. Good for you not uh, desecrating the entire thing yet, Game Freak. Like, I'm really proud of you. But I give them time. <laughs> Thank you for not desecrating everything yet. I mean, there's a few here that I think would be really good to to give things to. And like, you know, we, we've talked about it, obviously, on the show before. But one, I think, mm-hmm. like, so you're looking at the list. I think Tauros is a great candidate. Tauros is the only one that actually hasn't gotten, like, diddly squat in terms of anything. Tauros is the one Pokemon that exists that I would be okay with getting a baby form. Same. Uh, well, yeah, I think I think you you feel that way because of Miltank. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Calves. I want a calf Pokemon. I hate when babies are added to Pokemon lines, except when they tie two together. To be fair, they haven't done that since Gen 4, really, uh, ex- with the exception of, like, Toxel. Toxel, yeah. I think Toxel's the only baby Pokemon that's been added since Gen 4. But it's also a baby Pokemon that came with an evolution, so it's Yes, like, right. It's not an added later baby Pokemon, like Mime Jr. No, 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 no. They haven't done it since Gen 4, which is okay with me. I, well, I like the idea when they first put baby Pokemon in. Like, I really like the idea of, like, Magby and Elekid and stuff like that. Maybe an Elekid right. worked. I felt worse for the Pokemon that got it that already had two forms because it meant mm. that you never were going to see the like Wigglytuff evolve, right? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I, 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 I can, I understand. I, I really do like the idea for. I don't know. I, I like the idea of of a few of these Pokemon just getting something, or honestly, just coming mm-hmm. back because <laughs> I love that Pokemon Legends has kind of opened us up just to get pure evolutions again. I hope that continues. I honestly, I hope Gen 8 just like kicks Eviolite to the curb. Like, I hope Gen 8 just doesn't let Eviolite come back. I would be okay if we just removed Eviolite. We can yeah. remove Eviolite. We can. Big proponent of it. Love it. Get rid of it. Sorry. There are two things I would love to see from Gen 8 competitively. One, when you call the decks, don't bring back Incineroar if you're going to keep starters out like you did this time. <laughs> like, no, I, I'm being honest because, like, I, I, I agree. Like, it is absurdly good. 
You heard it here, guys. Thatch is asking for uh, for uh, Dexit. You heard it here first. No, no, no. My assumption <laughs> is that Dexit still exists. If Dexit doesn't exist, all for it. That's fine. I'd rather have yeah. that scenario than a Dexit scenario. But if we're going to have Dexit and you're not going to bring back starters like you did in Gen 8, which is still confusing to me, whatever, I would love to see... Incineroar take a nap? Incineroar take a nap, yes. Because Incineroar coming back three months into VGC... <laughs> <laughs> was awful was awful with a better move pool too. yeah right it's insane and they're just like what if we took that thing that had 90 percent usage and made it even better and it's just like no no yeah. stop i just don't want to see incineroar guys that's all um the things that i do want to see i want to see like I, in the list of pokemon that haven't been touched you know but by the way um should we go through the list real quick yeah, yeah, let's go through the list. Let's go through the list. We- let me, let's go through the list. This is, uh, these are the lists, uh, compound by, uh, uh, Sigma. Was this you? Yeah, I, I put it together. Yeah. This is a nice list. This is a nice resource. We should put this yeah. on the Discord somewhere. It really does. So, uh, he gave us a nice Excel sheet with, uh, all the Gen 1s and whether or not they've had evolutions, baby, regionals, megas, and GMAX. And he uh, was able to filter out all the Pokemon that had been tampered with in some, ha- some way. And left those that nothing has been done with them since Gen 1. So in that list uh, includes, uh, and I'm going to go with species, so real quick. Well, just your evolutions line. Right. Spear and Pharaoh. Uh, we got Ikens and Arbox. We got the Nido lines, both the Queen and the King. We got Paris and Parasect, other than being, you know... Uh, um, Terrors? Nuisances, yeah. Yeah, being arch villains in the Pokemon Legend Arceus <laughs> that want to throw fists every time they see you a mile away. They are unnecessarily <laughs> aggressive. They, bro, I, I sometimes feel they're going to take their claws off and throw them in the, in the floor and just get out you with, with his, their fists because they're so aggressive. They're barely alive anyway, right? So we need, we need, we need hockey. We need a hockey player meme of Paris and Parasite now. Yeah, man. Uh, we got, uh, Venonat and Venomoth. Uh, we got Psyduck and Goldock, Mankey and Primate. We got Bellsprout line, uh, we got Tentacool, Tentacruel, we got the Dodrio line, Dugon and Seal, Shelder and Cloyster, Drowsy and Hypno, Goldeen, Seeking, Starmie and Staryu, Tar, we just spoke about Taurus, we do have the ever eternal, ever perpendent, and ever abused Ditto, <laughs> uh, we got Ammonite and Amastar, Kabuto and Kabutops, we got Dratini, Dragonair, Dragonite, and then finally, Mew. Technically, Mew had a Z-Move. Yeah, and you had a Z move, but also it was a Z move, so I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> let it stay on the list. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so in this list though, there's like a few that stand out to me, but mostly because I well, one we've talked about a couple of them on the show, mm-hmm. and so the first one that stands from the show that we've talked about that I kind of just want to knock out, Tentacool and Tentacruel will be really cool for a fire water regional this time around uh, because of stinging jellyfish. But we mm. talked about that. Uh, Tauros also c- should get a fire type type deal because they actually have this thing in Spain. I don't know how to describe it other than like running on the running with the bulls, but like redneck edition <laughs> where they literally strap like flammable balls of material to the horns of a bull and then light them on fire and then just let it run through the street and you have to dodge it. Yeah, hmm. uh, that that does sound amazing, except that the whole practice is kind of frowned upon, and I don't know if... Yes. And if anything, I would guess if there's... Yes, a, it's a horrible practice. Yeah, it's if it's if there's a region there that, where that actually might happen, it might be in the new region, since it's based on Spain. Yes. 
which will be mm-hmm. very thematic. So maybe we expect something to come out of Taurus. Uh, but that's a good one. I do like it. It's just that I don't know if they're going to do it. I expect a lot out of Taurus in this gen. If anything, just for like Metadors, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taurus makes thematic sense to get something. Taurus will be in Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> that is my prediction. <laughs> I do believe it should be a regional. And I, whatever it is, we can get a new badge out of it for Puckles. So it works out. Which comes to think, uh, why is Buffalo not a regional for Taurus? But because okay. it was before regionals. It was before so. regionals existed. Uh, it, it, yeah. Gen 5 has a lot of analogs. Yeah. Gen yeah. 5, Gen 5 could have been fixed real bad with regionals. Right. Gen 5, like, Gen 5 wanted regionals to exist, but they didn't. Okay. <laughs> So one line that I would love to see something going on with is the Mankey Primate yes, line. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yes, it deserves an evolution. That that line, that line is my favorite pure fighting type line out of any yeah. pure fighting type line. And I wish it would stick to just pure fighting, but ugh, give us something. I, I will. I, I refrain myself from saying like a gorilla since we've had a couple of gorillas since then. We've had uh, the final evolution yeah. of the most recent star list, uh, starter, and we've had, uh, if some people might consider um, the Slavkov, uh, 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 Slavkov? Yeah. The I, final evolution in Vigor, if he's a gorilla. I think the only way to really go forward with Primate is to, you have to do regional with it, unfortunately, I think. Oh, no third evolution? I think you have to. I, I don't think there's anything original to like just make it a fighting type. If you do something, I would love to see... Like, I would love to see it evolve and then get a secondary typing, kind of like the Ursaluna su- situation, mm-hmm. where you'd get, like, fighting ground or something like that. Yeah, I could see that. Because there's really, I don't know, I also think Ursaluna isn't that cool, but that's just that. I don't think it's very cool either. I think Ursaluna Ursaluna was, like, a real big misstep for a lot of reasons, but it's okay. Weirder, weirder was more okay. I was super excited for it, and then when I finally, yeah, yeah wasn't yeah. wasn't that great. Ursuline is, yeah, yeah. Weird is cool though. Weird is the way to go. I mean, if we really want to push into the monkey, uh, uh, uh in that the fact that it's a monkey, we could have like a grass fighting, mm. you know, because it goes on trees and stuff like that, and hangs on trees, and that would be pretty awesome too. Oh, be I'd cool. be okay with that. I, I don't, I don't want more grass fighting right now though, because they're just, they just like flooded us with that. For no reason. Mm. So it has chains, right? So what if it used those chains as a weapon and was like a steel Ooh, fighting steel. Oh, there we go. We got a winning idea. Like it's yeah. unshackled. And, oh, yeah. I'm into it. Oh, I'm into, I am it. into that. I'm here yes, for it. Yes, very good. Here for it. Very there good. There we go. We fixed it. What I was looking at, Dugong. Uh, Dugong needs all the love. Dugong could get an evolution. Definitely can. Imagine a narwhal. <gasps> It will frustrate Winsicott to no end, but I, I'm in for it. Because it, it's a species that evolves into a different species, and that's not really thematical. But, hey, eh. I'm in for it. Eh. Eh. We've had plenty of that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it. Now, the one that really that like gets me is that Psyduck and Golduck have gotten nothing yet. That is true. No, no. I'm, I, so if you look at like every regional decks, at some point... Psyduck it's always there. It's always there. Always there. there. Uh, well, you know why it's there, right? Because it's Masuda's favorite. It's Masuda's favorite Pokemon, yeah. And so, oh, I did not know that. That's awesome. It, it'll make it there eventually. That's the rule about a Psyduck. That's the rule of Psyduck. Uh, is that it will it will be there because like it wasn't in Base Sword and Shield because like I was looking at Dexit and I go if Psyduck's there I'm gonna be a little mad Masuda. And so Psyduck wasn't in Base Sword and Shield. 
Mm. And but then you know, first DLC, where's who's there? Psyduck. <laughs> it's hilarious. You can't have a Pokemon game without Psyduck. But what could we do with uh? Do we give him a third? Do should they give him a third evolution? Or should they give him a regional? Either could work. <laughs> Golduck could just get psychic type, or you finally let Golduck evolve into a water psychic type. One of the two. Mm-hmm. I could see a world where you can make them a different type as well. Like maybe they could be like flying at some point. They could actually fly. Well, Psyduck could fly. Yeah, it needs to compete with Ducklet and Quaxley. I really am upset that Weeping Bell doesn't doesn't have a uh, Sunstone evolution. Yeah, like Gloom, because then Gloom gets all the love. And and Victory Bell's just there. Yeah, and there was it. There were plans for it in like the data mine from the uh, Space World demo. Yeah, nothing like a Bell Sprout with bell bottoms. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I like the idea, and you could have like I don't know. I I always liked Bell Sprout more than I liked Oddish, uh, design wise. But everybody's just like Oddish is cute. He looks like a little planter. Yeah, and Bell Sprout's adorable too. I think Bell Sprout's cool. I think Bell Sprout is really really cool. I mean, Victory Bell's a monster, but, you yes. know. We, we, well, we, we gave Weeping Bell a Sunstone, uh, you know. I don't know. I, I would love to see it get a split evolution there. I think that would be, I mean, it, it, maybe not with a Sunstone at this point, but something else. Though they've kind of shown that they just don't care and they like to retcon things anyway. So Yeah. So maybe we could just do it. I, I would love for them just not to care. Part of me, like, five years ago probably would have cared about the consistency. Now I'm just like, you know what? Do whatever you think's cool. They, they threw it out the window. They're like, yeah. starters get regionals, but not all the starters in that generation get them at the same time. Yeah, they threw Legendaries a lot out the window. can get regionals. Evolutions can just happen again. It's like, okay, cool. I Well, and then it started with Sword and Shield anyway, because they're just like, re, uh, location-based evolution? Nah. <laughs> Except for that stupid Yamask. Yes. Yes. That was dumb. That was really... Galarian Yamask was stupid. That was a mistake. I don't. I don't know why they were like, Let's give everything that evolved in the electric area Thunderstone evolutions, and then let's make you mask. I think the better way to do <laughs> the Yaw Mask evolution like that was well. The reason they do those things now is because they want to like up the Google search history. I'm pretty sure. Like, mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's honestly just a social thing. I mean, they've been doing it since Gen Gen Six, really. Wait, wait, explain that again. Oh, because if you have a really hard evolution and you know the Pokemon evolves and you don't know how to do it, people are Googling Pokemon Sword and Shield, how to evolve, right? And so it's helping right. the SEO for the game just to like make it more prolific while the game's right. hot. And so you're just it's essentially just like a snowball of just like, oh, Pokemon stuff's all over the place. And then you have all okay. those like you have all those outlets that are just like report on how to do the evolution because they want it to happen. So everybody's talking about sword and shield. So it's just becoming it, it inserts into the zeitgeist a little bit more efficiently. It's kind of rough if you ever want to look for anything specific, because if you ever try to yes. look for anything about Sword and Shield, you get a million different yes. results based on, like, this is how you raid. It's like, I didn't yep. want that. <laughs> yeah, but but it, it's that's that's essentially what they're trying to do. They do they did it with Ink, because you have to, like, flip over the 3DS. They, there was probably one in Gen 7 that was ridiculous. Uh, oh, Cabrawler. Obviously, Crabrawler. Crabrawler was ridiculous. Like, you had it all game, and you're like, why is this not evolved yet? I I hated that. I hated that. And why was it? Because you couldn't get it till Victory Road. (laughs) Until Victory Road. You have to be in... It has to evolve in the hail. They kind of fixed in Ultra Sun and Moon, but... Yeah. It was so dumb. I guess it would have worked for Grubbin's evolution, too, because of how late you could get that. And they fixed that in Ultra, too. It was dumb. It was absolutely dumb. Now, going back to the Pokemon that we wish that they do something more, you know, we are thinking that they might do something. One 
line that I really, it's been one of my favorites for the longest time. And I'm also surprised they haven't done much with it. It's the star you star me line. Mm-hmm. I've, that's because it's already perfection, Jushiro. Okay? It is really good. It's actually like, really good. Like, what would you do to that to make it better? And the answer is nothing. Okay? Nothing. But but what Pokemon has always, always been about doing things better, as we see some evolutions don't are always better than their previous ones. We can thank Eviline with that. I, I'm okay with learning how they mess it up. Okay? <laughs> exactly. What if we made it like Rockberry? As a regional. That would be interesting. I'd be into it. That would be really cool offensive typing on a fast Pokemon. I would be into it. I I'd, like that. Yeah. I'm like, into it. Stab Power Gem, Stab Dazzling Gleam. Like, uh, I'm here for it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. The Make it an actual shooting star that falls in the sea or something like that. Oh, Stab Meteor Beam. Oh. I'm really surprised they haven't done anything with ne- the Nido Queen or Nido King line. I'm really surprised. I'm surprised and yet also not surprised. Right. It's a complicated nonsense mess. Yeah, I mean, what can I, what else can you do there? You could just change the type. Like, they, yeah, like, <laughs> they're their own regional. I mean, they have two versions. I'm also like not super worried about types because I I'm really banking on my prediction of like spectrum type change to be like the whole gimmick in mm. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet because they did make it two colors that are on two opposite ends of the color spectrum. And okay, yeah, then yeah, they've yeah, got yeah. the little they've got the little town in the center with all the types around it. And I, I'm banking on like chain like temporary type changes being the gimmick this gen. Okay. Which I think is more exciting than Dynamax. But Oh, for sure. I think Dynamax had a nice spectacle to it for like the first console game. Maybe. I think Max Raids were very good. I just Max wish, raids are better. They they had a lot of potential. Like raid battles had a, a had a bunch of potential that I think was squandered because we didn't have enough things like Zero Aura mm-hmm. and making the NPCs purposely just awful. Yeah, which is doesn't make any sense to me because you should be allowed to solo. Like I hate that Pokemon Sword and Shield is going to essentially yeah. lock you out of like five star raids when the game gets old, right? Mm-hmm. Unless they update and make those characters better. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's really frustrating to me. Uh, in that sense. But it is what it is, I guess. Uh. It is definitely what it is. Uh, and Ditto. Ditto doesn't need anything. Don't give Ditto. What would what would you do to Ditto to make it not Ditto? <laughs> well, what do we already do to, di- to Ditto would be the question. I use its properties to do things that I need to do. <laughs> That's a nice way of doing it. They had the fun pun going in the gold silver beta where it was like metal metal metamon or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it has all those metal powders that go with it, yes. like hold yeah. item wise. Yeah. Like if you do anything with it, you do something steel type. Maybe you do a steel type ditto, I don't know. I feel like we already have that in Meltan kind of though. Right. Which is a Pokemon that shouldn't exist, but that's whatever. That's a different story. <laughs> right. Give Meltan an evolution, please, Gen Gen Nine. Yeah, let it evolve. Like let it evolve in game. Right. I I hate that it's locked to Pokemon Go because say Pokemon Go like goes the way of Harry Potter Go. <laughs> <laughs> what All do you right. do with Meltan? I mean, I assume they have to like update again the game to uh, adjust that. Literally, just make it a Thunderstone. Literally, just make it a Thunderstone. I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. Dragonite, I would be okay with them touching at some point. Oh yeah, that was another thing they broke this gen was pseudo legends can get regionals. Thanks, Gudra. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the goo's adorable, but, you know. Dragonite could be a cool fairy type. Hmm. I think. Dragon fairy, it's interesting. I, I, I am very surprised they haven't done something cool with Dragonite, actually, because, I don't know, like, Dragonite's definitely one of those, like, very, I don't know, I mean, we touched that, we touched, like, Articuno, right? We should touch, right. Dra- mm-hmm. we should, we should make Dragonite something. Fairy dragon would be cool. Just like fairy dragon. Dragonite's gotten to benefit from the last two generations of battle gimmicks. Yes. So I can understand why we didn't need to touch it. It's like, turns out Plinium Z and... Yeah, Max Airstream's really good. It turns out we keep accidentally giving flying type things good things. Yeah. Yeah, it got the benefit from that the past two generations. So it's been okay being untouched. Yeah. And it's probably going to happen again with our spectrum type change, okay? Our spectrum type change is going to make... Everybody's just going to do the flying type one, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I also wouldn't, like, be upset if they just gave Dragonair a different evolution. Ah, swell, yeah. Like, if they gave it a split evolution, Mm. I would be here for it. Because it to Dragonite doesn't make as much sense, and it's like... (laughs) I honestly think much of early Pokemon was designed way differently. Like, Gen 1 Pokemon, Mm -hmm. like... I I definitely believe the theories that Venomoth is where is where Butterfree should be. Yeah, me mm-hmm. too. I believe that was a swap that they decided to make later on because they're just like, eh, that one looks too mothy. We want something a little bit cuter at the beginning, so they swapped in Butterfree uh, yeah. instead of Venomoth, which makes sense because they they do like Metapod to Venomoth makes more sense than and and Venonat mm-hmm. to Butterfree makes more sense, but with like slightly different colorations. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, design wise, they they make more sense. Same with the Jagger. Like the Dragonite Gyarados swap. Yes. Too. Well, uh, I think I don't know if it was a Dragonite Gyarados swap, but something similar. Well, I think it was actually a, a Charizard Dragonite oh. swap. That's my opinion. Oh, is that it was a it was a Charizard Dragonite swap, uh, in okay. to some extent, or they were like maybe Dragonite and Charizard were two Pokemon that were designed at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, it, uh, I imagine it's something very similar to you know that picture that floats around the internet where you see. You see, like the Blaziken and Latias that were combined at one point, and then, yeah, they, then they were split yeah, into yeah. two Pokemon. I wonder if it was a situation like that, mm. where Dragonair was supposed to evolve into some combination of Charizard and Dragonite, but then they took like the derpy side and gave it to Dragonair, and they took the yes badass side and gave it to Charizard. Yes, <laughs> something like that makes sense to me. Right, it, it just makes sense to me that that is what happened, but. Uh, I, I'm not entirely certain if that's true or not. Right. Well, if there's something that Dragonair could evolve to, and I would guess would be, uh, that I would like to see would be a Levia- uh, Leviathan style Pokemon. Mm. Long, snake, water based, right? Give it that dragon mm. water, maybe, mm-hmm. typing, because it's a sea snake. And I think that would be an, an awesome alternative evolution, maybe a regional evolution for Dragon, uh, for Dragonair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, good typing. Dragon water is always welcome. Yeah, that's true. Dragon water is usually good typing to have. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, Mew. What about Hypno? What do we do with the first Mew? Oh, Hypno too. Yeah. Hypno. Hypno. Yeah. <laughs> Drowsy needs something, and I don't know where you can go from Hypno. I want it to be not as creepy. That's all. Like, <laughs> I, maybe not yellow. I don't want it to be yellow either. The third evolution would be like in 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 prisoner garb. <laughs> it's just so creepy (laughs) like i don't know what you do with its design it's just this weird thing with a massive nose and like a furry collar yeah it's a hypnosis guy i mean it's real creepy (laughs) real creepy 
Well, maybe push onto that and make it creepier. Maybe add that ghost typing, uh, make it ghost psychic and, uh, or ghost dark and, uh, I'm sorry, a, a psychic dark, and uh, make it real creepy. I would be okay with that, and then you could just make it like dark hypno, like you know, and yeah. give it dark void because why not? You know what? You know what? Hypno right. deserves that. Hypno deserves that. Yep. <laughs> uh, even though it dark void's been nerfed to uh yeah. to hell and back, so you know what? Give it give it dark eyes ability too. Why not? Yeah, make him the the monster monster scare. You know what? Make him a reasonable dark eye. There we go. We just made like There not, you go. Yeah. We just want Darkrai stat or hypno stats on Darkrai. That's all we want. Yeah. Yeah. Just give it a Morpheus style name, like maybe Morphno or I'm really okay with that actually. And then you just yeah. make it you just make yeah. it run uh you make it run what's it called? You make it run hypnosis instead, and that's very reasonable, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with this. You know what? This is this is the best idea we've had all day. Uh, <laughs> give it a give it a signature item that boosts hypnosis's uh oh yeah like a pendulum to 85 oh, no 70 70 make it boost it to 70 don't know 75 no. make it sleep powder to be fair the the nerfs we've gotten to sleep very recently i think are very reasonable like i really like the way sleep re- works in gen 8 mm-hmm. it, it is nerfed it to the point that it is reasonable mm-hmm. i mean it's broken on a split move right like if it's target multi-target sleep is dumb still mm-hmm. make dark void single target like let, let's just take away multi-target from it and it we can give it back it's 80 percent accuracy how about that yeah that is true uh yeah no i love that idea uh with uh good old uh hypno uh goldine seeking eh eh <laughs> wait how did that make it into how how did that make it into base sword and shield by the way <laughs> How does it make it to everywhere? Like, they're so bad. They <laughs> It's not even good. Like, the only thing that's interesting about it is that it has lightning rod. Well, the the way that I can make it more exciting is like, why don't we make a third evolution and make it, um... Good? A, what's it called? Uh, well, yes. But make it, oh, this Japanese fish, the koi? The koi? Koi. Make it a koi, yeah. It is a koi. Yeah. It, it is? Yeah, yeah. Magikarp's name is Koi King. Yeah. Oh. And it's already kind of yeah. a koi because all a koi is is a very particular. It's it's a particular type of carp, or and that's yeah. what a goldfish is. Right. Okay. A koi is literally just a very expensive goldfish. I never saw the koi on the seeking until now. Yeah, <laughs> it's already kind yeah. of a koi. I mean, you could make it magical and make it like water fairy or something, I guess. But I I don't know. Honestly, I'm all for just seeing what they come up with. It, right. In regards, because they will take at least like one or two Pokemon from that list, I think. Right. I think they two, will. maybe three, d- maybe a couple will get like a new, like Cl- Lapras got this gen. It's yes. like you get to use the new mechanic and Machamp, Lo- and Kingler. Wait, what did we take? What did we get rid of? For- oh, we're look okay, babies, babies. I was like, where did Clefairy go? Because honestly, Clefairy just needs to not have access to soft boiled anymore. <laughs> and that's a mechanic change. They, yes. <laughs> Can we just get soft-boiled to not be a move? We called some moves, right? Let's call that one. Right. Make it Chansey exclusive in the same way that Dark Void is. <laughs> yes. I'm okay with that, actually. Right. I'd be okay with that. And then to round out things, we got the fossils from Gen 1. We got Ammonite and Amistar and Kabuto and Kabutops. Now, what could you do for prehistoric Pokemon that is not just giving them a primal form? Like, maybe one day we'll remove rock type and give it a secondary typing. Like, <sighs> yeah. these are modern day fossils or something. Or you could do that. 
I would like to see the thing where you could like mix up the traditional fossils in the way that we mixed mm-hmm. up the fossils in Gen Eight. Yeah, give them Galar forms. Oh, well, no. kind of where you like so like you, you you have like half of a helix fossil and like half of uh, whatever the one Archon's from. No, and no, like no, you no, stick no, them no, together. No, 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 no. I'm gonna stop you right there. Because the fossil, I, 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 those who listen uh, to me in the TCG and those who know me a long time know that I have a special place in my heart for fossil Pokemon. Some of my favorite. I mean, I, my last playthrough, uh, through Sword and Shield was with exclusively fossil Pokemon. I love them that much. However, the newer ones itch and scratch and my brain to no end because I can't have them. I need the complete versions. I don't like this half and half thing. <laughs> I hate it. It just puts me so in a bad mood. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's my uh, uh, ODS or uh, uh, something in my brain that's just ticking. But I just don't like that we have incomplete. And we only have half Pokemon that we just put them together. And that's not how it works or it should work. <laughs> but uh, but I see the allure of it, I guess. Uh, what I do ask, and I've been asking for a long time, is give me a Jurassic Park Safari Zone. Mm-hmm. I, if any, if anything, what I would like to see out of the fossils is probably not even like a regional. I would love to be able to see the forms of fossil Pokemon before they became fossil Pokemon. Right. The, the true versions. I think it would remove a lot of the rock typing because I don't think all of them yeah. should be rock typing, right? Like, yeah. Like Kabutops could be water steel. Or yeah, water exactly. Bug. Like, hey, get, like they, they can eat, purify the fossils even more or something like that, you know? Right. I'd be interested in that. I feel like Omastar would still be rock. Yeah, <laughs> probably, but I don't know. I, I would just still like to see something like that. I don't know. Right. Just just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through like the whole list, which, but I guess we accidentally almost did with the exception of... We life. almost did. Yeah, uh, we, almost we almost did. did. We didn't talk about Dodrio, but that's fine. I'm okay with that. is a fine Pokemon. That's all we need to know about. Yep. But this is a good place to stop. So we'll go ahead and uh, end it here, and then we're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 718, Zygarde, the Order Pokemon. It's Pokemon Sun Pokedex entry reads, Its sharp fangs make short work of finishing off its enemies, but it's unable to maintain this body indefinitely. After a period of time, it falls apart. Uh, If that doesn't sound like a typical Zygarde entry, that's because it's 10% and nobody replays (laughs) it anymore. But uh, especially for VGC, uh, this is a VGC team with the Zygarde 10% on it, which blows my mind in so many ways. (laughs) So... Zygarde 10% is, I mean, it still has the base, it doesn't even have the base stat total of, like, a normal legendary. So, one, this is a double legendary uh, team, right? So you're wasting one of your restricted slots on Zygarde 10%. It eventually gets a lot of HP, to be fair. I think they literally are only doing it for the, I think they're only doing it for the speed. They have to only be doing it for the speed. Because Mm -hmm. that's all it has going for it compared to just, like, regular Zygarde or Zygarde Complete. And sadly, it's not even that fast. Like, it's faster than your Poen Legends, but it yeah. ain't touching the Zacian speed, which is sad. It should. Right. It should. It's going to just get play rough to death. Like, it's really bad. So this <laughs> is, uh, it's got 54 base HP, which is nothing. Uh, 100 base attack, which is okay. 
Uh, it's got 71 defense, 61 special attack, 85 special defense, and 115 speed. Like, there's two things there that are, like, passable. It's got a base stat total a- of 486. You're wasting a restricted slot for 486. This, this is, it, this is insane to me. It will transform. <laughs> it will transform. Oh, is it, oh, is it power construct? Tell me it's power it's construct. It's power construct. Oh, thank God. Okay. So it's power construct. So you blast off your fast bulldoze and then you transform. And then you transform. Or okay. Your fast glare. Um, okay, that's why that's why it's Zygarde ten percent. Thank God. Okay, <laughs> because then you get to go to Zygarde complete, which is far more reasonable for those of you at home. I think you transform at the end of the turn, so yeah, you should yeah. be able to uh, get your fast move off. Yes, so you're faster than your next poke the next Pokemon on the team, and then it-, it, it. This is important as well. We'll read you the team. You'll understand a little bit why. Um, this is uh, it's got base two sixteen HP, one hundred attack. 121 defense. This is for complete form. Uh, 91 special attack, 95 special defense, 85 speed. So this is like a normal Pokemon. It makes perfect sense now. Uh, and I understand why they would go with 10% form instead of like leading with complete form or leading with 50% form for this. Well, because yeah, you get to go fast. And that's important because on this team, we're running the Zygarde with the Focus Sash, uh, with Power Construct. He's got 50, or he's got 100 HP EVs, 156 attack speed EVs, and then 252 speed with the Jolly Nature, because we're going to go fast, because what we really want to do is click Bulldoze on, uh, because we've got a partner who will take the weakness policy hit, but it's running Thousand Arrows as well, Glare, so you can get some para shenanigans going and protect. Uh, the partner that I was speaking of is Solgaleo. Which is a respectable choice as a Pokemon because it only exists to counter Zacian. <laughs> <laughs> it does well with that. It also counters Intimidate. Yes. <laughs> it, it's got full metal body, which is just uh, inner focus, essentially. Uh, or or not inner focus. No, no, it's a uh, clear body. Uh, clear clear body. body. It's clear body. Yep. You will not lower your stats, yep. which means when Bulldoze hits, you ain't getting yeah, slow. Yeah, you don't get slow, but you get the proc that oh, weakness policy. Awesome. Everything else gets slow, though. Yes. So. 20 HP, 20, 228 attack, 4 defense, 4 special defense, 252 speed, adamant nature, sun seal strike, rock slide, earthquake, and protect. And Sogaleo is actually pretty scary in this meta. Uh, I think I think Sogaleo is probably some of the stuff I have the hardest time with. I don't know. Kyogre really comes back and just kind of like smacks it in the face all the time. I was going to say, just grab a, a ground. Well, whenever... Uh, it's typically... Honest answer is if you bring Zacian Kyogre, you can deal with like 90% of anything you'll ever face in this meta okay. uh be- because kyogre will pretty much hit anything that zashin can't hit i think the right. only i think the only uh, pokemon that really give it a run for its money are palkia and dialga and even then like only a little bit <laughs> because the like, underdog yeah well because zashin like the problem is one of them can take out the other right uh and so instead of just being like, oh, Zacian's the main hitter, and you have to be like, oh, I have to conserve Kyogre, and I have to go hard, but I don't know. It, it, it's just a different mindset you have to play in. It, right. It, okay. it, I've, been, I've been playing some VGC recently, so like I feel somewhat competent to talk about this. <laughs> uh, it, it's, a, it's a very different thing to do. But uh, take the next two, Sigma, uh, because we, we get transported back to, the, back to the year of 2020. <laughs> Who wants that? We have Regigigas, uh, because I'm a fan of Regigigas. Uh, we have Life Orb, slow start, because we have to, uh, max attack, max speed, 
Jolly Nature, Crush Grip, which is a is a choice. Uh, I I don't know why we're running Crush Grip over the other normal options. Uh, Crush Grip gives you like a defense drop, though, right? Like all the time. I have no clue what it does because I always see. No, no, I'm pretty sure it gives you. I'm pretty sure it gives you like a defense tr- uh, a defense drop. I, I might be thinking of Crush Claw. Crush Claw. Hmm. Crush Grip in Generation Eight <laughs> in cr- Crush Grip. Could not be selected because it was called because Dredge Gigas didn't exist, and it's so it's a signature move. But Crush Grip has a PP of five, so the damage is calculated very differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, base power is calculated as one hundred and twenty times the current HP divided by the max HP of the target. It can be up to one hundred and twenty, but it will get lower. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seems kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. This is bad, actually. I think they were just like, yeah, when you're at full HP, you can smack something real hard. But after that, you can't. There there are better normal attacks. Um, it gets body slam. <laughs> bo- body slam. Or since it's a Regigigas, it's usually going to go big. Yeah. So. I mean, that's probably what they're also thinking. You can run Giga Impact. Yeah. A Giga Impact is probably more reliable, but Crush Grip might actually let you do things like otherwise. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's not. It's. It's You odd. could have a better normal. This is so uh, weird. It's fine. You also have high horsepower and ice punch, which are good moves. Uh, <laughs> that is your standard Regigigas package with the protect. And then you have his buddy, little Galarian Weezing, with a Bibiri Berry, and it's neutralizing gas ability, which is what lets Regigigas tick and what slows down Zacian. So. <laughs> yeah. Max HP, one sixteen defense, and one forty speed. Bold nature. I'm sure we're outspeeding something here. Um, probably my guess would be what is it? The um, monkey Rillaboom. The Rillaboom. The Rilla. The Rillaboom monkey. Rillaboom probably like zero speed Rillaboom. That would be my guess. Uh one because I think Weezing's base sixty five, so that much speed probably gets it over the yeah. eighty five home. It's probably is close. my guess. Something like that. That's got that. What a I, that's a weird speed tier to try to outrun. But okay, we got dazzling gleam, will o wisp, taunt, and protect. Got to stop that trick room. <laughs> got to stop that trick room. Trick room all the time. Finish us up, Jushiro. Yep, completing the team, we got Moltres, the Galara version, with Assault Vest, Ability Berserk, EV Spread of a 252 HP, 244 Special Attack, and 12 in Speed with a Modest Nature. It can it has the Fiery Wrath Signature Move, Snarl, Sucker Punch, and Air Slash. I assume this is built just to hit hard? Uh, I assume so. <laughs> hit hard and live. My question is, why the low speed just for, uh, uh, uh maybe it's the other Dynamax target on the team okay. hitting your streams. Alternative, you also have the next Pokemon with Electro Web, plus it's immune to Bulldoze, so your, uh, Zygarde can just keep bulldozing and it'll probably be fast enough eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, speaking of the next one, then it's Regileaky, uh, one of my fa- favorite names for a new Pokemon. Uh, it has choice spec. The ability is transistor, which I haven't been using Regilikin that much. What does transistor do? Uh, it's like a life orb for yeah. Okay. Uh, electric attacks or something. Or okay, so a built-in life orb. One point five for electric attacks. It's a boost to electric attacks. Yeah, okay. it's just like hey, you want your electric attacks to do more damage? Here you go. 
There we go. Okay, and the EV spread of a uh, 92 HP, 244 special attack, and 172 speed and modest nature. It's IV and attack though needs to be zero. Um, and it has the standard attacks of Thunderbolt, Electro Web, Volt Switch, and Hyper Beam, which is always the sad part of every electrical Pokemon. Its move pool is always kind of like Luster. Regilecki especially is <laughs> a special case, but it's even worse. Wow. Well, I think it gets normal type moves. Uh, like type moves and like a couple flying type moves well okay <laughs> it didn't have many options uh they were rare they played it very safe with reggie lucky well and when they decided to like mag give it a base 200 speed i feel like that's warranted yeah i know yeah i mean same with spectre they were very careful with spectre too yes yes they were <laughs> and somehow it still got banned from smogon with that yeah they they did a good job they did a good job. So that is the Pokemon of the episode team. Uh, there will be a Galarian Moltres, shiny Galarian Moltres, maybe later this week on the team <laughs> for the giveaway. It depends on how quickly it takes them to distribute the gift uh, from this weekend's tournament. They were really fast on the last two, though. They've been pretty good about it. They they came out like the day after the tournament ended. So yeah, so definitely watch out for that. Uh, in the meantime, it'll be a regular Mol- Galarian Moltres uh, but until then. But once it turns shiny, we'll put it in there. Uh, there is also if you're a patron. Uh, and you're still you're trying to pick up the team. There are still the shiny Articuno and the shiny Galarian Zapdos to grab as well. Uh, but on that note, on that note, you can uh, check that out. But we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbags is part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We typically have a mailbag question for you guys to answer either in the show notes or at the end of the show here. You can find it. Uh, last week, we asked you guys uh, what you would like to see tweaked in Pokemon. So in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet or, or in a generational change, you can also, uh, yeah, you, you can you just write us anything else too. But we typically prioritize e- emails that will do it uh unfortunately we can't read them all but we do appreciate everybody who sends in an email your email will get put on to the unread email segment of the server so you can guys can see that on our discord at pucklediscord.com without further ado though this segment is brought to you by the energy drink green toros the energy drink that gives you hooves hooves wow hooves that was powerful uh and as always we will give out the green toros badge to anybody we deem worthy though if you're a patron you might be able to get them next month uh depending on supply chains <laughs> i put the i finally got the order in and they said within like 2 weeks uh it'll be here so by may mm, so lies uh yeah that's what i feel so keep an eye out if you want are at the uh, i believe 10 dollar tier or above domestically in the united states you can get uh, a green Toros badge pin. If you're international, we're probably going to set up some other kind of deal because shipping international is stupid expensive for no reason. Yeah. But without further ado, we've got some emails here. Our first email is going to be from Pokemaster. Hey, Puckle Crew, Pokemaster here. How's everyone's Pokemon filled week been? For me, there hasn't been much Pokemon in my week apart from Piddle, which so far has been going swimmingly. So I've been waiting for a topic like this for quite some time. This email just won't contain little tweaks, but also some which I think completely change the game. So let's get into it. Graphics. I know some people take the graphics argument way too far arguing over trees, but I have one major yeah. issue with, with the graphics. 3D. For someone whose first game was Ultra Sun, which I love playing through, for me, the 3D graphics of newer games look very stale and the models for Pokemon and players look stiff. There is also almost no emotion in them apart from the times when they come out of the Pokeball for following you 
or playing with you like in Legends. They look as though their soul has been ripped from their bodies. <laughs> Reverting to 2D graphics would bring back the joy and soul in traversing the region and uncovering secrets. I think, unfortunately, the genie's out of the bottle on that one. Yeah, they were not, yeah. I feel like if they wanted to do remakes with 2D, I, I feel like... I'd be into work, it. But... I, would, I, would, I would absolutely have been into it for what they did with BDSP if they would have just done 2D. If they just did sprite work again, yeah, like that would have been fine. Though the battle backgrounds in BDSP look so good, they do. They look better than they have right to. They like the in battle graphics in BDSP are the highlight of that game for me. (laughs) Don't take that from me. Which is a nod on how you don't need to go out of 3D to make successful and beautiful and full of personality. So we don't have. I mean, I don't agree with that little segment where um. You can push a lot of uh, uh, life into a 3D model. No, no, you, you can't. I, I think you can. What I'm you're just, doing. Yeah, I, I don't know that Game Freak does in terms of like facial expressions sometimes. No, I do agree. I do agree that the main character, they do have that problem that many Nintendo games have, yes. which is the protagonist lacks any emotional or personality. I think they did and a good assume... job in Breath of the Wild. I think in Breath of the Wild's cutscenes. Right, Link and, and right. It's much better in, in that aspect, but it's definitely, I feel it's, it's something that is intended, but should no longer be used. Like yes. we no yes. longer need the character to be a blank thing for us to imagine that that's it's our, just a, it's okay. It's a little outdated, right? It's just, right. Outdated. It's outdated. I don't know. Pokemon Sword and Shield tries to do this thing where they try to have a story happen around you as well. Right. Rather than you participating in it, which is really weird, but. Yeah, and I think the graphics, like, kind of make you feel that way as well, because, like, it's just, like, I don't know, like, it's always the Ralph from The Simpsons on the bus meme, right? Every time anything happens in Sword and Shield, it's just like, haha, I'm in danger, you know? Right. (laughs) That dumb face, yeah. Yeah, because you just, you just, like, look, you can see a turn of this in the sky, and you're just smiling goofily. Right. It's just, yeah. While you're being threatened, but your life is being threatened. You have to save the world, but you're just, like, goofy. Oh, no, Sigma sent a picture of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. There it is. Yep. All right. Let's continue the email there. (laughs) (laughs) Pokemon following the player. Pokemon following the player character was one of, if not my favorite features in the game. Bringing your Pokemon closer to you and making it feel more real, bringing more immersion to the player. The first time I experienced something like this was when my Decidueye, which I lovingly nicknamed Little Hooter, don't blame me, I was 11 at the time and I have no clue what it could be, <laughs> jumped out of its Pokeball before the Elite Four. I think that moment in particular, though, in Sun and Moon is a lot different. That was really cool. That was a, yeah. that was a, that was a good moment, though. Like, I, I realized that 3DS probably couldn't have made following Pokemon a thing in the 3D environment, but I think yeah, the Elite... I, Yes. The Elite Four, your starter coming out, was very cute. Yes. Yeah. The uh, the catching. The way catching is used in Legends Arceus is one of the most aversive ways to catch and battle Pokemon. Being able to catch Pokemon without entering battle, and even when you do, do it, it transitions smoothly from place A to B. I don't think... The, yeah. So they've confirmed they're not doing Legends Arceus catching in Scarlet Sar- right. and Violet, which I'm okay with, but it does look like they're doing the more fluid battles, which I think will make oh. life a lot easier. Yes, good. Where the camera doesn't really like you don't have the cutscene, right? Yeah, you, you just you just get into battle. It doesn't load a battle. Yeah. It doesn't load a battle scene. It just is the battle scene right yeah, there. It, yeah, the battle scene just starts and you can just, you know, throw the pokeball that way, which I think because like you just grab a quick ball, chuck it and do essentially the same thing. Right, right. And it, and I can see why they would do that uh to keep it more uh in the mechanics of an RPG. Yes. 
where Legend of Arches is more the mechanics of an action adventure. Yes, uh, and which is fine with me. I'm okay with that being two separate things, as long as they keep the battles right. kind of fluid. I, I think there's lessons you can learn from both and to make both better, right? Yeah, 100%. Like maybe, maybe like change the battle system in like the Legends of Arceus games, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the gimmicks. Remove the gimmicks from each region, but keep Mega Evolution. Mega Evolution was an amazing way to help buff Pokemon that needed it without destroying its design by giving it a permanent evolution. Although it was used uh, already on... That Storm. last segment, I don't understand, but okay. <laughs> he doesn't want Digimon, right? Uh, or no, no but the Megas Digimon. are want, Digimon. No, no, he wants Digimon in his Megas because he doesn't think Charizard needs another evolution, like another permanent evolution, which I think is fine. I mean, it's fine. Charmeleon is still there. I mean, just don't evolve him if you don't want to. Well, I think the answer is more like... Also, Megas don't feel like proper evolutions, if that makes sense. It looks like a... Mm-hmm. It looks like a Super Saiyan version of that Pokemon. Yeah, which is exactly, yeah, what yeah, it it's be. a Super it Saiyan be. version alteration, yeah. Like, I would say every evolution is distinct in that it looks like a different Pokemon. And right. th- this is, Mega Evolution is just like, hey, here's an amped up version. Right. Although it was already used on strong Pokemon, Mega Evolution was my favorite of the gimmicks, whereas the Z-Moves uh, were way too overpowered, essentially, being a massive nuke button, and G-Max just being plain boring. I agree with the GMX, but come on, Megas are overpowered. That's the whole point of them. Yeah, no, <laughs> we no. remember Mega Mega Kangaskhan and the first round, first come around, and how impossibly broken it was. Well, they did nerf it. Well, they did, right? They did, but uh, to to say C C moves were overpowered and not Megas, it's uh, to me a little bit not true. Yeah, I think in Gen Six, Megas were definitely over centralizing in terms of competitive Pokemon. Because every team was mm-hmm. essentially required to have a Mega. In Gen 7, it was much better. Megas were not required in the meta. Like, you just, right. um, they were something that you could use, but you didn't necessarily need, which right. was much healthier. But that honestly only existed because of the Tapus being so overpowered. I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, the power creep is definitely very real. The Tapus, and then you had, like, a different Ultra Beast getting banned every week. Yeah, it was, it was a weird time to be alive, let me tell you. <laughs> yep. Well, that is small and some big waves. I would improve Pokemon. I'm excited to hear the rest of the responses. Quick note, if anyone is getting bored waiting for Scarlet and Violet, Elden Ring and Rainbow Six Siege are both great games to play, although they're completely unrelated. They absolutely <laughs> are. Uh, well, that's that's me signing off. Thanks for reading, Pokemaster. All right. Well, thank you for that one. Our next one is going to come to us from Quicksilver59. All right. Good morning, Puckle Crew. This is hey. the part where... When I get the obligatory, it's my first email into the show statement. Congrats! Yeah. You put you jumped over the hurdle. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening for about seven months now, and I've been hooked on all the topics of discussion, and you guys put out great content. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'll start with the boring take I have on changes I'd want to see in Gen 9, and that's the furry type. I feel like it's universal that the fairy type needs to be nerfed, whether that be the dropping of a bug resistance or even an additional weakness. Uh, fair. The bug resistance makes no sense. Poor bug types. The take I have that I'm interested to see your opinion on is I think Pokemon should really consider a sort of callback to the older regions like Thatch mentioned a couple episodes ago, whether that be a returning gym leader or even some sort of physical region connection like we saw in Gen 2 between Kanto and Johto. I don't think a lack of content is really my concern, 
but I think some sort of connection to previous regions that isn't just a hard remake or remaster would be really cool. What do you guys think? Thanks for your time, and thanks for a great show. Quicksilver59 on the Discord server. I mean, I already talked about what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) And this is exactly how I feel, actually. Like, I just like having the connection that it's all in the same world. I I look forward to finding the other half of Zygarde from Kalos. uh. (laughs) No, I would love to, like, I love the show where they have, like, the two different Zygarde cells. (laughs) <laughs> like, I really love that. They, I really wish they would embrace that more. I don't know. The show has come up with, like, some very interesting ideas as of late, and I really just want them. The show's been great, honestly. Yeah, I've been watching, uh, caught up up to the Mewtwo episode, and it's been great. I've enjoyed it. You're past me. I haven't gotten that far yet. I need to get there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been good. It's been good. Despite me hating Go with a passion at the beginning, he grew on me pretty quickly. Yeah, the only thing I the only thing I dislike about it is just how much Pokemon Go it is, if that makes sense. Like Right. Where they're just like, I just chuck Pokeballs at everything. And it's right. just like, mm, okay. <laughs> I guess. This isn't like we literally just had like twenty years of it being really hard to catch Pokemon because like we'd have whole episodes where it was a battle to like catch one Pokemon. Right. Like the like the episode where Ash catches Corefish, I remember that's an entire episode about him trying to catch Corefish. Right. It, it's insane. Not to mention that that would uh that method of catching would leave uh the earth pretty now pretty empty real quick. Yes. All right. Well, we got one more email. Today it's going to be from uh, I believe Soap. So you got this one, Jushiro. Yep. Greetings, Puckle Pals. Logan aka Soap from Discord here, ready to throw my thoughts to you to throw to the world. There's a few tweaks I thought that I would make uh, the sun shine a little brighter. Speaking of sun, one of the tweaks I thought of was to add ways to deal with the weather. We have multiple ways to set weather, but only a few ways to cancel it entirely. And those are airlock and cloud nine. And Rayquaza isn't exactly a powerhouse anymore, isn't he? I think he is. Uh, no. He's he's kind of he's a yeah. sad snack now without yeah. Omega. Yeah, oh, without Omega, wow. he's not nearly as good anymore. It's sad. Though I also blame Zacian because Zacian's yes. power creep is absurd. To Zacian is absurd. Zacian needs to be nerfed. Zacian is the most broken legendary Pokemon we've ever seen, and we've yes. seen Mega Rayquaza. Yeah, well, they <laughs> they gave it the best typing in the game, and then they gave it a, an ability where it's just like, would you like a free attack boost just for existing? And then, oh, it's just, and then they gave it a decent move pool and insane speed. And it's just like, yeah, I guess that's good now. Wow. It didn't need 138 speed on top of its attack boost. Like, Steel Fairy is such a stupid type too. Like, it's a stupid good type. And they, they know it because they keep doing it. (laughs) <laughs> and then you've got Rayquaza with its 95 speed. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're oh, okay. You're cute. They just keep <laughs> doing it. They keep doing it. Like, they're just like, oh, remember how good Magirna was? Yeah, I remember how good Magirna was. What if we did that again, but like worse? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't understand the design, co- the comprehension here. I just don't understand. Magirna is like the reason that I never want to see Mythicals legal in VGC. Yes, wow. absolutely. That is the one reason. Everything else I think is fine. I think Steel and Fairy need to share a weakness. Steel and Fairy need to share a weakness. Like, that's mm. one tweak that I would love to see. Steel and Fairy need to share a weakness. Just one. Share Fire. Yeah, I was just going to say Fire would be a... Well, so so Fire got a boost, 
because it used to not be a great type, but now it's much better because it resists fairy now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess I guess you can make fairy weak to fire then. Yeah, you know what? I'm okay with that. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Fairy should be weak to fire. Done. And it will make per- perfect sense that we, we, we all saw Bengali or a <laughs> <that> movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's the I think that's the way to go. I think you'd make fairy weak to fire when we tweak the type chart next time. Please, please, fairy needs another weakness. It's just so stupid. Well, moving on, we say uh, soap continues to say a move to remove the wetter entirely could come in handy if there isn't a condition to help the whole team. This might be oh. a me, uh, a bit more of a tweak, and maybe VGC has m- just made me a little bit salty. I actually don't hate that. I actually don't hate that. Add it to defog. Why not? Uh, yeah, defog oh, can just get yeah. rid of weather. Defog does everything else. Why not? Yeah, buff defog again. There are plenty of moves that could be some, uh, use some adjustment, but today I have beef with spread moves. For example, Glac- Glacial lands at 150 power with 100% accuracy. 130 power. 130 power. 130 power with 100 in uh, accuracy. Pair this with chill, nine. Boosting attack on a knockout, and suddenly this horse is capable of shutting down an entire team. Even without boosted attack, these moves feel suppressive. Most of the most powerful moves are signatures for restricted legendaries, but the current rule set allows for two of these monsters. Yeah, everybody hates everybody hates GS Cup. I'm just letting you everybody know. Like everybody hates GS Cup. I don't think anybody likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it in small doses. It's just unfortunate we had mini GS Cup for like the year before. This. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's the worst part. Like it would have been fine if we didn't have restricteds last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Origin Pulse and Precipice Blade are both lower in power and accuracy, and it shows. Keeping the accuracy below 100 could lead to more close games, adding intensity and thrill when the move determines who clutches the win. Lastly, I think they should add two version, two new versions of Charizard. Because <laughs> that's exactly what Charizard needs. I think this is definitely a joke, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> we no longer have Megas and Dynamax. It's probably uh, on the way out, considering how heavily it tied to Galar. The Pokemon Violet Charizard could even go back to its originally, uh, original shiny sprite, who doesn't want a grape-colored flying lizard. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, what we actually need is original variant of Victory Bell. Now we were just discussing that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> make my uh, pitcher plant pal perfect game freak. Cheers, soap. Well, thank you for that. Uh, Green Taurus badge. I think we should actually give it to Pokemaster. I think I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. I think we talked the most about his. And it might be because it was the first one and we had the most energy, but I, I think we should give it to him. Yeah. So, Pokemaster, you win the Green Taurus badge this week. Uh, of course, if you guys want to email us next week at PucklePodcast at gmail.com, you can go ahead and just email us. It just email us there about anything. But our question next week is going to be, what Gen 1 Pokemon do you think they should play with in Gen 9? And let us know. It could be none. And I'm okay. I'm ready for those rants. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that Parasect made of... Uh... What is it? Morlow mushrooms? <laughs> That'd be cute. That'd be cute. I'm into it. Please send those in to PucklePodcast.gmail.com. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, first of all, you should check out Puckle Plus. Puckle Plus, we put out a show every Thursday. So definitely go check it out. Uh, you can, of course, go over and follow us on Discord at PuckleDiscord.com. 
Additionally, you can go ahead and keep up with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Keep up with us over at Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast, on YouTube at youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. And of course, if you want to support the show, best way to do so is go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, where we give away the Poke of the Episode team in a shiny form every single week. And you can, of course, grab, maybe grab a pin in May at the $10 tier. We're going to work that out. I'll get you final details very soon. And you can also help decide on uh, topics for the show. So with that said... Also... Also, uh, don't forget this week, uh, the uh, 100th episode of the TCG cast That's true. will be on. I will be there uh, celebrating with Basket and Sublime. So uh, please go ahead and stop by. And uh, we have no, I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but uh, we're going to have make it a fun 100th episode. I used to be the host of TCG cast. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Way back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Very long time ago. But yeah, if you want to do that, also don't forget about our Catch a Million streams in two weeks at twitch.tv slash thepugglepodcast, where you can help uh, help us donate to Childhood Cancer. They wanted to make $100,000 for these streams. I would love for Puckle to be like 1% of that. I think we can do it. Like 1% one, one to 2% yeah. of the 100K. I think we can do very easily. So definitely check those out. But yeah, on that note, I have been Trainer Thatch. It's been Joshiro. I've been R Sigma. And here's the Lavender Town Radio Tower. It's closing time. time.